Hello and welcome to session four of our Adventures in Middle Earth campaign. Everyone, thank you for joining us. I'm so excited. Uh, yeah, through the realm of light and shadow, here we go. So, when we last left off, wrapping up your battle with the spiders, you decided to make a couple vials of spider venom. Edrahel was successful in making two vials of spider venom oil. You doused 15 arrows and split them within the party. Nebuchadnezzar, you were a little sad you didn't get any arrows, but, but we know now that you use a bow occasionally. Each arrow does an additional 1d6 poison damage, so don't forget. Nebuchadnezzar, you decided to make some poison vials as well, and you succeeded in making four vials of something. So we can't wait for you to use them and find out what those vials do. Three miles into your journey, the forest grew so dense as to block out the majority of sunlight. Despite finding a set of tracks and searching for food, your hunters, Nebuchadnezzar and Gala, were unable to locate any wildlife to eat. Veering off the path, Edrahel, you were able to avoid the party getting lost. Unfortunately, you still all took a point of exhaustion that evening due to your failed venture in finding some food. During your rest that night, Edrahel, you were exhausted and uncharacteristically fell asleep during your watch. After waking up, realizing your error, you immediately scanned through the party. Everyone was there. Unfortunately, one of the caravan horses was missing. Further investigation found that it had been consumed by some creature in the Mirkwood. Setting out on day two of your journey, your lookout, Cyrell, spotted an orc camp before your group stumbled into there. You went back and forth about whether you should raid the camp, look for food. You decided since you can't benefit during a long rest in a journey, that it was best to leave the orcs alone and move on. So you didn't want to expend too much energy, gave them a wide berth, and nothing else happened that day. But the following day, Cyrell, you stumbled into a small area of ruins. It sparked the memory of a dream, one filled with hope and light and life. It encouraged you, and there before you sat a stone arch, perfectly preserved as a gleaming portrait against the rotten, twisted background of the trees in Mirkwood. Studying it, you recognized it as a piece of the woodland realm lost by the elves to the dark forces that tainted Mirkwood long ago. But that arch still stands. It filled you with a sense of determination. The rest of the party stopped and took note. Many of you found your exhaustion fading away. Nebuchadnezzar and Dala stayed behind to watch the rear of the party and did not benefit from its rejuvenating presence. Everyone else, however, you guys did get a 1d6 of inspiration, which I don't believe anyone used. So remember, you guys all still have that. And because it was my fancy inspiration and not a bardic one, it doesn't expire within 10 minutes. So you guys do still have that. Nebuchadnezzar and Edrahel were unable to remove their exhaustion at the arch and unfortunately took a second point of exhaustion. Your journey deeper into the Mirkwood led to a tree, gray and dead. The branches lacked leaves. The tree itself looked old and frail, long dried out. It gave you the creeps. You decided to fell the tree. At the slightest disturbance, it collapsed and shattered, unnaturally, leaving behind a small stump and a black puddle of ooze. Eventually, you leave it behind and move on ahead. A short while later, you came across another tree, similarly rotted and dead. Attacking it caused the same reaction. Further investigation didn't reveal anything helpful, so you moved on for a short while until encountering the tree again. Realizing it was the same tree, this time you spent a little extra time scoping out the area, trying to get a handle on the situation and figure out just what might be happening. Eventually, a slow and growing cackle let loose from beside your party, where we are now. You do not see the stranger. 
Roll for initiative. Ooh, it's on. ready 25 to 20 yay uh 20 to 15 17 17. okay we have Haley and Cyrell with a 17 15 to 10 well dollar with a 12 (laughs) <laughs> 10 to 5? 5. Okay. <laughs> what you got, Adele? 4. The first shall be last, and the last shall be first. But... Yeah, you're still exhausted, just recovering. Still. You are. So something to keep in mind, with two points of exhaustion, the first point gave you disadvantage on ability checks, the second point halved your movement speed. Um, yeah. So for the two of you, you have 30 feet of movement. In a round, you now only have 15. So that's just a little fun fact for you. But uh, top ability of the round. Ability checks are not combat checks, correct? What was that? Ability checks are not combat correct. checks. They're not uh, like attacks. They're not saving throws. Those are different. Higher levels of exhaustion will eventually give you disadvantage on those, though. Okay. Haley and Cyrell, at the top of the round, you share initiative. So you can decide who goes first and what you're going to do. As I said, uh, you heard the the cackling. (laughs) Um, You don't see anyone. You want to go first, Haley? Okay, sure. (laughs) So Cyrell pulls out his sword. Uh, shield the ready. Um, imagine he's still on his horse Onyx. Uh, he looks around to the party and says, guys, there's something about, and um, I want to try to figure out if I can tell more about the cackling, like where it's coming from, direction, things like that. Make a perception check for me. Okay. You got Will with me, so it gives me a bonus uh, advantage. Uh, not 20. Woo-woo! First one of the game. Here we go. Uh, you die. <laughs> <laughs> the first one we last. You perceive the deep darkness within the Mirkwood, and it nah. breaks your heart. Uh, no. Okay, natural 20. Very nice. Okay, so where you are in the party, you you hear the cackling out of your, your right ear, so you, you look over and, and what you see over that way is a, a bit of, of flat land. You can see about 20 or 30 feet that way. Uh, the rest of it is mostly obscured by trees, brush, and canopy. Um, as soon as you turn your head and, and you, you kind of steer with your knees, your, your horse over slightly that direction, and you peer into the woods, immediately you hear the cackling coming from behind you. And you turn and look that way. You still don't see anyone. And something about that activated Siri. 
<laughs> so confused for a second. Um, I, I, I say to the group, I don't know if it's an echo from the forest or something fell is going on, but the sound's coming from all around us. At the ready, people. Okay. Haley, Dala, you're on deck. Well, that didn't really help too much. Um, I was waiting. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying my best. I got that funny. I'm doing like that. <laughs> um, the only thing I can do is ready my short bow. Um, I guess I'll hold my um, action until something appears. Okay. So you can hold your action. You can't hold your turn. In order to hold your action, you have to... Uh, tell me what you are going to do and what the trigger is. So the trigger is something appears, and what will what action will you take when something appears? Um, I'm gonna sh fire my shortbow. And fire your shortbow. An innocent mm -hmm. person. <laughs> no, when something hostile appears. <laughs> okay. So, so an entity can appear, and you may not immediately know if it's hostile. I, I'm not trying to be arguing semantics here, but uh, is the trigger going to be if someone does something hostile towards your party? Because that is different than if you just see someone you haven't seen before. Um, yes. Okay, so basically what, I, what I'm trying to ask is, are you going to shoot at someone if they appear or are you going to shoot at someone if they appear aggressively? Appear aggressively. Okay, that's fine, you can do that. Uh, good to know. And so then I would also, for my movement, um, I would like to hide. Um, I'm not on a horse. Hiding right? is an action as far as actually taking a stealth check. Um, you can, you can hide, but you won't be able to make a stealth check. Oh, okay. Um, so I'm, I had just like walked up to the group, right? Because I went and yes. scouted. Yeah. And um, come up behind the group afterwards. Actually, you, can, you can obscure yourself. You just you can't take advantage of the actual hide action. So instead of holding my action, can I just like climb up on one of the the horses? Like maybe like join Cyrell on on Onyx so that like I'm not stuck on foot with my tiny Hobbit legs. Uh, yeah, that's totally fine. You can do that. Okay. Um, and so I'll have my shortbow ready, but I won't hold that action. Okay, uh, as far as movement goes, because you're not exhausted and you're not taking difficulty from your movement, you can climb up on the horse without taking an action, I would say. Okay, then I'll do both. Cool. So okay. Cyrell so. looks at you a little oddly, but he'll allow it this time. <laughs> wow, <laughs> this time. <laughs> Dala, you're up. Nebuchadnezzar, you're on deck. Uh, I yell, who's there? Show yourself. Okay, make an intimidation check. Yeah. Yeah, Dala come to play. You, you. Well, actually, she isn't here to play. I think she's here to <laughs> kick some butt and to take some names. And she's all out of name tags. Fourteen. Fourteen, okay. Uh, we'll find out if it is successful on the entity's turn. So, they'll... What I want to do is, with my stubby little dwarf legs, 
I'm, I'm going to pull out my Warhammer and I'm going to kind of stand back to back with Dala to kind of be ready, you know, because I know she has her Warhammer, I'm my Warhammer, so I'll kind of watch her flank. And sure. since she already yelled out, I'm not going to yell out. I'm just going to kind of get ready. Okay. Is there an action that you want to hold or are you just drawing your weapon and standing there and calling that your turn? I'm going to uh, be alert that if like a spell or something comes at any sort of mi missile attack, then I, I want to be able to dodge it if it comes at me. Okay, that's fine. So you are uh, basically taking a defense action, if you will. Yep. Um, okay, good to know. Edra Hell. Are there trees around <laughs> besides oh, yeah. the one tree? There are lots of trees. You're in an extremely dense forest. All right, I want to climb one of the trees. Okay, give me an athletics or an acrobatics check. All right, let's go for athletics. 13. 13. You uh, do locate a tree uh, maybe five feet away from you. Uh, you climb up, uh, you're able to get uh, uh, half your movement speed up the tree, you get about 15 feet up, and that is where you are. Is there anything you would like to do on the tree? Um, just look, well, so Sarel wasn't able to see anything with his perception check, right? Correct. Would I have any kind of advantage from being from in the tree or would that be an action that would be wasted? I don't think you have advantage unless, um, something about your elven wandering nature gives you advantage in the Mirkwood. In the uh, Edrahel, what do your elvish eyes see? Do my elvish eyes see? I'm, I'm taking the hobbits to Isengard. <laughs> uh, on its own, no, because it would be if it's like nighttime or something. Uh, according to my elvish proficiencies, it doesn't actually says it says bonus and perception doubles, but with the exhaustion, I don't know if I would have the bonus or not. What do you say? Uh, you would, yeah. So you have disadvantage on ability checks. If you had advantage, it would cancel it out. Um, All right. So I want to check to see if I can see anything around, if I can perceive something. Do it. Let me know what you get. <laughs> that would be a 14. 14. You spot. No. <laughs> uh, listening uh, from, from up above, you hear the laughter. Uh, that came from from the the right side of the of the party near where Cyrell was looking in the flatland, and then you hear a second set of laughter over to the other direction. And you look upon that side, you see uh, another small ridge with uh, trees and and canopies from the other side of the ridge, kind of billowing over the top, uh, almost like uh, smoke pouring out of a chimney, or the the branches and the leaves just kind of spilling out over the top of this ridge. You hear the cackling from that direction. You're looking for it, and can't see anything and it's actually making you very unnerved at the moment you're pretty uncomfortable i actually need everyone present to make a wisdom saving throw oh, saving throws do not have disadvantage just a reminder so edrahel nebuchadnezzar you guys it's just a normal roll well, I got a natural one, so went from playing to one. You know, just you're, I'm, I'm all extreme today. I'm just doing extreme, so I roll. That's how I live. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeet. Well done. Uh, well done. Eighteen. 
18. So I ain't scared of no ghost. Uh, Dala, what'd you get? 15. Edrahel. 10. And Haley. 8. 8. Okay. Edrahel and Haley, unfortunately, the both of you take a shadow point for me. As the cackling seems to jump from one side of the party to the other, uh, the unnerving nature, the frightening nature of, of what's going on right now grips you for a moment. Um, you are actually stunned for your next turn. So uh, for those of you who do not know what stunned does, you are incapacitated, you cannot move, you cannot speak, Attack rules against you have advantage, and you automatically fail strength and dexterity saving throws. That's for a turn? <laughs> for the turn, yes. Uh, it's for as long as the condition lasts, and the cause of this condition will only last for one turn. So, Is, is their horse scared? Because if their horse is scared, what happens? Because they're both on the horse. What's up with Will? That's a great question. And on your turn, you can make an animal handling check to find out if the horse is scared. I'm not, I'm not going to handle anything. <laughs> 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 I have enough to handle already. You know, I can handle that guy. <laughs> no. uh, okay. So top of the round, we get back to Haley and Cyrell. We'll go ahead and just do Haley's first because she doesn't do anything. Cyrell, your turn. So, quick, quick question. Yeah, was not that I want to bring this up again. I got a natural one, so with what happened. Sorry, I missed that. I, <laughs> I was thinking natural twenty. No, same exact thing happens. Yep. Okay. Yep. Uh, They're just sitting on Onyx, like scared. Yeah. <laughs> when it comes to saving throws, uh, I don't really do anything crazy with a natural one or a natural twenty, unless it's a lot different than just being scared. <clears throat> but you are uh, still question. Uh, yeah. So. Um, so I'm stunned. Um, if Will is still up, uh, one of the things that Will does is tries to um, help me out or cover me if I should like fall from the saddle or anything. Do I like just stay on Onyx or do I like lose my? Uh, it's it's like you're paralyzed with fear. Okay. Yeah, but instead of it's not the the paralyzed condition, it's the stunned condition. That's why I use that word. Um, but uh, it's it's basically like for a moment, fear kind of grips you, and if you ever. If you ever had that moment where something happens and time just seems to stop and then all of a sudden it's been like 30 seconds or it's been a minute or what have you. Uh, that's basically what's happening to you guys here. You're just in a moment of panic. A few seconds go by before you kind of shake your head and, and clear your mind. Did you roll for Will? Um, I did not. Do you know I roll for Will, yeah. Uh, he got, he rolled 11. Um, his, he's got plus zero to wisdom, so I guess 11. Okay. That's a failure, yeah. So um, he is, is equally stunned. So uh, raise your hand if you are not stunned. What? And Dala, you're good too. Um, <laughs> okay. Sorry, Me one last and question. you, Dala. We got to fight this guy ourselves. One yes, last question. Sir. So I got a shadow point. Did Will get a shadow point, or does he just get stunned? Uh, he just gets stunned. Right now he's kind of not a full-on character. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll flesh that out. But for now, no. No shadow point. Um, I think you should get him like five points. Just really get him. <laughs> really get him. Really scared. He's, he's really scared. Um, <laughs> Edrahel, do you have two shadow points now? 
I no, as far as I know, only one. Did someone get a did, did someone get a shadow point last session? Was it you, Nebuchadnezzar? Gotcha. I just got I just got my one. Okay. He was interacting with the tree. I got very mad at the tree. <laughs> I looked you, at him wrong. Yeah. But the cookie should have taken away the shadow point, right? That just added to my blood sugar sugar points. <laughs> 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 By the way, I do keep track of that. I just <laughs> like role playing just got super real right now. Everyone, roll your blood sugar test. Search of insulin. Pay <laughs> hey, one thousand bucks, and it, and it can be yours. Okay, moving on. Moving on. Diabetes is awful. We don't mean to offend anyone. We're sorry. I, I have several family members who are diabetic, so that doesn't really save. The joke does it. No, it doesn't. Doesn't, it doesn't save it. it. Okay. Doesn't make it okay. Um, <laughs> Dala, uh, you are uh, suddenly up again. You notice about half of your your party, your compatriots, are uh, stunned and confused, not really moving, <laughs> just like that, Cyril. Um, you hear the same cackling uh, for a third time, uh, again over by the ridge. It is uh, stayed by the ridge this time. It has not jumped around. Okay, so I take out, I take out my short bow. Okay. And I'm, and I tell them, like I yell again, and I'm like, I don't want to have to use this. Uh, so, so show yourself. Okay, make an intimidation check. Uh, I like the short bow tactic. Roll with advantage. Uh. So roll twice and take the highest. What was that? 16. 16 is the highest you got? Okay. Yeah. Did you roll twice? Yeah. Okay. Awesome. I will uh, uh, let you know what happens on their turn. Um, nothing happened on their turn last round. So that's all. Uh, Nebuchadnezzar. Uh, once, once again, I'm just going to watch a Dulla's back and just keep my eye on like the rear guard uh, just in case if he tries to jump around again. Um, you know, but my, my guy is, is, what was that? Make a perception check for me. Okay. It says that uh, with my Slayer class, it says I have something called vig Vigilant Sense where it says you get advantage on perception checks when seeking to detect am ambushes or en en enemies. So... Advantage it is. Uh, but I have the exhaustion, so I'll, I'll just not one disadvantage, basically. Yeah. yeah. Normal roll. Uh, oh, a good old, uh, what do I got here? Oh, a seven. A seven. Seven, a very holy number. Yep. Completion. All right. Uh, so uh, you have Dollars back, back to back. You've got your Warhammer out. She's got a Warhammer and she's got a short bow. Um, yelling out there, you know, don't want to have to use this. And you're just kind of looking grizzled and, and angry and barring your teeth. You peer over the ridge looking and waiting to see what might come over. Uh, suddenly you see hopping from behind one tree to another, uh, a sleek figure, uh, someone who looks to be very agile. They've got flowing golden hair that is about down to middle of their back. Legolas. Uh, the, yes, it's Legolas. Uh, <laughs> their hair in the front is kind of pulled over to a side and tied behind their head. 
Um, you just get a, a brief glimpse of them as they appear from behind one tree and then immediately disappear behind another tree. Almost unnaturally fast. It looks like they moved from one tree to the other about 15 feet apart in maybe half a second. You just see them step out and then they kind of fade and then you see them reappear next to this tree right as they disappear behind it. All right. So, of course, I'm going to warn the party, but I'm going to tell Dala to just keep her eyes on that side. Okay. Uh, on the other entity's turn, uh, there's another cackling laugh, this time from further up the ridge, more just straight in front of you guys. Uh, as they go at the, the top of the round, they rolled a little bit higher than a 17 on their initiative. Um, you hear the, the laughter. All of you, your, your stuns end uh, at the start of your turn. And you see a person step out from behind a tree, maybe 35 feet in front of you guys. He has a bow on his back with a quiver. He doesn't currently have the bow in his hands. On his side, he's got a warhammer on just like a, like a hilt on his hip. So it's, it's massively large. Looks a little ridiculous having a warhammer on your hip instead of your back. And he's walking as if it's weightless and doesn't bother him whatsoever. As he kind of saunters forward to you guys about 35 feet away. And he goes, oh, there, what's the problem? 